You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is episode 15. It is season two and Cubs training games out spring, out west, Crawley. They are underway, a couple of them in the books, a couple more of them for us to talk about. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. And uh, looking at the week ahead, Crawley, the clubs have a couple of split squad games coming up. We're going to see Jameson Tyon on the hill, Caleb Killian on the mound. So a lot of things to look forward to. Yeah, you know, there's going to be three split double headers. This is the first one that they're going to be playing on Monday. On Tuesday, they play the Brewers. On Wednesday, Seattle at home. And then on Thursday, they play Oakland at home. Um, one of the things, Dustin, that was really kind of cool over the weekend was for the first time, Dexter Fowler joined Boog and JD on the broadcast. And I can just tell you that, that the you know, I am not a three-man booth guy. I don't know where you kind of stand on this, Dustin, but uh, I always feel like it's just one too many. You know what I mean? It's so, a little crowded. It's a little crowded. It, it depends. And that's when the driver, so in this case, Boog, who's very good at what he does, um, you, you really have to be on top of your game. And, and the other thing is, it's always, you know, these analysts, the players, they're in there to talk. So they want to talk, they want to tell stories, they want to analyze, they want to give you tips. And it, it does get a little busy, absolutely. And I think now, with these new rules, you know, there's not that time necessarily to fill. You don't need that with, with stories and antidotes and, oh, by the way, because things are moving pretty crisp. We're going to get into that in a second. Yeah, I, you know, I think you bring up a good point, is, is, is that as we talk about all these new rules, is, is how is the broadcast going to look? Because like you said, the inning when Dexter came in was that inning where they scored, I think, like seven runs. And so you had plenty of time, you know. But in general, it, it, that the type of pieces that uh, Taylor McGregor has done in the past when she kind of comes down and kind of has the different stories, it, it, it's, it's a, a different pace. But I think that... Dexter just, you know, his stories were hilarious. He kind of pointed out certain things. Uh, I really enjoyed having him on here, and I'm really glad he is part of the Marquee Network. Yeah, he's engaged. There's no doubt about that, and he's got a good perspective. He's not that far removed, and obviously he was a huge part to uh, the most successful team in the history of the Chicago Cubs. Absolutely. We talked a little bit about Seiya Suzuki. He is getting imaging on his oblique, and the Cubs, like you said, are going to take it slowly and they're not going to sit there and, and kind of tell us everything they know right away. But you have to wonder about, like you said, not playing in the world baseball classic. And I know how hard this is going to be because for say, and for a lot of people, they interviewed uh, Javier Assad after his start on Sunday. And he talked about just the pride he felt in being announced playing for his country. And I know uh, with, with Japanese baseball players, I have a friend who lives out in Japan. It is a huge point of pride to be able to play for your team, for your country. Um, but obviously it's the Cubs that are paying a salary. And, and if there's any chance that, he, you know, he could injure himself further by playing. Then they're clearly not going to let him play. No, and I think they have to. Uh, they have to be careful. They they have to get, uh, you know, protect the player against himself, if you will. And I get it. And and I don't want to be a hypocrite. I, I I do. I prefer guys playing for their country when it makes sense, even professionals. So I, I've said that in the past, and I don't want to be hypocritical. But if you've got something nagging, if you've got something holding you back, I, I think your commitment has to be to your professional league club. And your teammates. So, you well, know, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> I now know. I know I we know. all, I know, I know we all want him to, to, to be part of the baseball classic so that he can go ahead and recruit Otani and all of that. But, but 
the Cubs aren't getting Otani, so it's okay. He can stay home. Um, speaking, uh, you know, I was laughing, Dustin, because the name of our episode we did last week at this time was Wilson Contreras Turns Heel. You texted me a link right away, and I said, up, oh, here we go. And it's funny because every single blogger website said Wilson Contreras Turns Heel. I said, guys, you're a week late. Yeah, but it was us- all over the place. Yeah, it was all <laughs> over the place. You're right. Yeah, we were on that. And so... What, what did Wilson have to say that got everybody all fired up? Let's give it a listen. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is, uh, this for me, I like this better. It's a it's better organization. Uh, we all, like, almost like old school, old school way, which I love it. Um, and that's something that I really like it. I was I already talked to uh, the manager about it, like how was the coach here. And everything since I got here has been everything just one way, the cardinal way. And I have to adjust it, so uh, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not that hard. I mean, do everything right and respect each other. So the immediate follow-up, Crowley, is the old-school way. Okay, I, I want to know what that way is. Now, what is that way? Because I, I might be, I might be a guy who would also like the old-school way. But what, what, what is he referring to there? What aren't the, what are the Cardinals doing that the Cubs aren't doing? But, you know, a better organization, that stings. That hurts, right? So now, and now it goes back into that conversation we had last week about what do you do if you happen to be at the first game, Cubs-Cardinals at Wrigley, and he comes to the plate. Does that, you know, does that piece of audio change how you feel? Because you know that that, that cut is going to get played 100 times on 670 the score before that game is played that day. And and Dustin, like we talked about, this, this isn't even, this is just the beginning of spring training. This isn't going to stop. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep going. He's going to keep taking his digs, and 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 that's what I said. He's, he's very thin-skinned person, and he he you know the Cubs made a business decision to move on. They felt that they were looking for something different than what Wilson offered, and Wilson took it personally. You know, like that old Michael Jordan meme. You know, I took it personally. Okay, so Wilson's going to take this personally. I'm just worried he is going – I just hope he doesn't burn bridges because, you know, I told you I wasn't going to boo him. But now I'm getting to the point where I might just do the beer tip that you were talking about last time. But I'm definitely not – I'm moving away from the applause. Now, I can tell you this morning I woke up and I do what I always do. I, I have a shower radio and I turn on 670 the score and they are talking – just about this. So Dustin, you know what I immediately do as I get out of the shower. I pick up my phone. Called in, huh? <laughs> called in. And and so uh let's just say it was pretty funny because I, I couldn't the the Mullion Haw show, I could I, I let's just say I got I maybe I got David fired up a little bit. Here's a little audio clip. Come on, happening. Crawley. <laughs> Come on, Crawley. I I'm sorry, but 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 I will say Dustin, I was thinking about you because all of a sudden at the end, this is the tweet that Mully reads on air. And they didn't, uh, unfortunately, I went on the Odyssey app and they didn't have everything on there. But there was a funny little segment where they were talking about you at the end. I had to play it. Text of all the days for Dustin to be off the one time you want to hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> the one time, huh? The one time, yeah. Well, we'll, they, uh, we'll have something to say about that tomorrow if it comes up. Well, 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 Molly was saying that you had a job interview in St. Louis and you were going to be on the new uh, the 
playing uh, the baseball the right I, way. I, that that part wasn't in that part wasn't in the that part wasn't in the audio. No, that part wasn't in the audio. Now I, I, just I had laughing. a uh, had a day off after a uh, a late uh, a late return from uh, Iowa yesterday for a dance competition. But but if you go back and listen to to the Odyssey segment of the of the Mully and Haw show. I would say that it was kind of a mixed reaction. You had people like me that were just kind of frustrated with Wilson. And I and, and the thing that I keep saying, you know, David Hall brought this up, is that when you saw, right, when all of a sudden David Ross saw um, Dexter Fowler coming out onto the field for the first time, you saw the hug and lifting him up in the air. That ain't ever going to be happening between David Ross and Wilson Contreras. No, despite that, what he said, despite what he said on the Mully and Haw show was Zaidman. Right, love him like a brother. Love him like a teammate. We were world champions together. I texted him, talked to him after he got his contract. Um, but he said that there's no truth to what Ken Rosenthal wrote. Um, the anonymous sources are bogus, um, and that's fine. I mean, it would have been real news if David Ross had said something other than just that. So Crowley, you just mentioned it was pretty funny. You said that uh, don't worry. Uh, Shohei Otani isn't coming here. We also now know that Manny Machado won't be coming to Chicago except to play against the uh, Cubs. Yeah, I tried to to put it out in the ether and make it happen, but Manny Machado signs an extension for the Padres. They of unlimited funds, 11 years, $350 million. I talked to you, Dustin, before about the extensions, and I said if I'm Ian Happ's agent... I'm not signing any extensions because he was one of the best bats out there and one of the definitely one of the best outfield bats out there. So now there's another big bat off the market. Ian Happ's value just went up as long as he can have the same exact year or better than last year. And even if he doesn't, if even if he's slightly below, if you need a hitter, Dustin, there's not a lot that's going pitching. Absolutely. We'll, we'll have plenty of time to talk that in the off season, but now with Machado off the board, Ian Happ's agent has to be, uh, you know, seeing dollar signs in front of him because other than Shohei Otani, right. And that's why I was joking around a little bit too, saying, look, the, the Cubs, you know, I don't need say to go to the world baseball classic because the Cubs are not going to pay what Shohei is going to get. I mean, what, what do you imagine? I mean, like now with Machado off the board, I'm thinking, could you potentially see six hundred million dollars? I hope not. I, I don't. I, I don't want even. I don't even want to go there right now, Crawley. It's just <laughs> no, 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 no. So let me ask you this: we're, we're staying on Machado for a second. He was the first guy to receive a pitch clock violation for not being in the batter's box on time. Um, what did you think when you were watching on Marquee? What did you think of how they were using the clock? It was distracting to you? Did you find yourself zoning into it? What, what was your take on that? My take on it is that it is jarring for someone that's been watching. You know, for me, I try to watch almost every game of the season, right? So I try to watch all 162. It doesn't always happen, but if I'm not, you know, if I'm not listening to it, it's on the radio. And so there's always, there's a pace that you're accustomed, a rhythm that you're accustomed. And all of a sudden you feel like that there's a giddy up. It's kind of like, whoa, it just, it, Seems a lot different. Now, for Marcus Stroman, didn't look like it bothered him one bit. Seemed like he enjoyed it. Um, but I think all of these guys, sometimes there was a situation where I think it was the, the inning where he's the first inning a little bit where it looked like he was rushing a little bit. And afterwards, Stroman was talking about adjusting timing and kind of trying to 
wants to get an advantage out of that. But but it's I think all of these guys, whether it's speeding up or slowing themselves down, is going to be different. I don't know. You know, it's going to be interesting when I get out to Mesa. I'll be out there a week from Tuesday. Um, so about like I'm about like a week, yeah I'm, I'm getting real close here a week from tomorrow, and so it, it, it's. I think kind of like, you know, like you were saying with the broadcasting where they tell these stories and you can spin a yarn and what do they say? Never start a story with two outs, right? Now you got to be careful with when you do start a story because it does move at a rapid pace. Uh, I think that once you get, let's say probably about a month into the season, I think most of the part, it'll probably be better, but I think it's going to change baseball. Uh, if you looked at most of the games that were played this weekend, you're talking about a little over two and a half hours, which is exactly what they saw in the minor leagues, two hours and 40 minutes roughly. Um, so it is going to be different, you know, so it's kind of like. And spring training games are typically even longer with all the changes, right? Right. And so I, I would say that, like, you know, like I could sit there sometimes at a ball game and literally go to the bathroom, get a beer, and then be back in my seat and miss, like, one, maybe two batters. Like, right. I got a feeling if you go up to your seat and you get something, you know, you may you may miss an inning. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to miss a ha- at, least a ha- at least a half inning. There is no doubt about that. So, Crowley, the great news is, is that uh, Cubs baseball is back on the air. These games aren't for real, but the guys are trying to get ready for when it counts the most. That's a wrap. Season 2, Episode 15, Cubs Spring Training Games Have Begun is in the books. And we don't want you to forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on our show socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, Fly the W on Facebook. And don't forget, you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. And go Cubs!